All right, guys, the first benchmarks are in for the brand new M3 chips. And uh, it's not quite what I was expecting, but uh, the results are really promising nonetheless. So we're looking at uh, Mac rumors today, and they've got the M3 Max chip. And they're saying that the early benchmarks are as fast as the M2 Ultra. So having a look here at the stats, you can see... We've got the Geekbench 6 multi-core scores for CPU performance. And it just says that the M2 Ultra in the Mac Pro gets about 21,182. And the brand new M3 chip gets 21,084, which is still an incredible score. Uh, but if you've got the existing M2 chip, the Ultra, uh, maybe in the Mac Pro, it might not make sense to go out and get the M3 chip. Personally, um, I, I really kind of think that the M3 chip is for anyone that's still on um, Intel, like if you're still using an Intel chip from Apple. If you've got the M1 Mac and maybe you're like a really heavy video editor or a coder uh, or you do some sort of you know game development or some sort of graphic intensive work, uh, I think this is where the M3 chip is really going to be the best option for you. Uh, as mentioned, it does have a 16-core CPU with 12 performance cores and 4 efficiency cores, and it has up to 40-core GPU, which can be configured up to 128 gigabytes of unified memory. That is totally insane. I think I've got 16 gig in my M2, and that's more than enough for everything I do day-to-day. -day. But, yeah, if you're a really heavy user... The M3 chip is obviously showing a lot of promise. Um, might make sense if you're just like, if, if performance is your main thing, it might make a bit more sense that you look for a, an older M2 Ultra, maybe a Mac Pro, and you can just use your existing, um, you know, monitor and setup to get the best performance. Uh, but that's a really good outcome, I think. Um, it is built on the three nanometer, so it is going to give you a bit more performance. Still very, very expensive. Um, it's just saying the 16-inch MacBook starts at 3,499 USD. Here in Australia, that's probably about five grand. So I don't know if I could justify that, to be completely honest. Anyway, so that's the new M3 chip. That's the first benchmark that we've seen. Uh, I think the new M3 computers start rolling out next week. So I'm sure we'll probably start to see a lot more videos on YouTube with benchmarks. Uh, personally, I always really like the videos from Max Tech. They do really good comparisons and really good benchmark videos. So if you're not subscribed to them, go and check them out. They're really good. Now, in other news, um, if you're a Chrome user, uh, I've been waiting for this feature for such a long time. Um, what's weird is this feature, which now gives you the address bar at the bottom of the browser. So uh, We've had this for a long time. So in Safari, I think it was iOS 16 that they rolled this out. You can put the address bar at the bottom of the browser so it's much easier to tap on and try type your address in and you don't have to stretch right to the top of the screen to you know do a Google search or go to a favorite website. This is now available in iOS. What's super weird is it hasn't rolled out to Android. I, I don't get that. So basically... Uh, you go in, you have the ability uh, to click on the address bar up the top 
and a little pop-up menu will come up. This is on the screen at the moment if you want to check it out. And you've got the option to move address bar to the bottom. Much easier for reachability. You can just tap on that address bar at the bottom and do your Google search and it's much, much easier. I would say this will probably roll out to Chrome on Android in the next couple of weeks. Uh, that's typically what happens. Uh, but yeah, right now, if you hate having to reach to the top of your phone to do that search, much, much easier to do it uh, now that this is at the bottom. Uh, if you're looking for an alternative, I've personally been using Brave and uh, also really good, lots of built-in security stuff. Uh, you can get VPN built into it. It's very, very slick, super fast. Uh, I really like the home screen because you can kind of do like a speed dial of all your favorite websites. That is free to get uh, from the Play Store. You can get it on Mac. You can get it on Windows PC as well. So if you're looking for a good alternative to Chrome that does have the address bar already at the bottom, Brave is a really good one to pick up too. Now, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, um, I love TheVerge.com and uh, I was reading this review today of the UE Epic Boom. So UE have been around a long time, Ultimate Ears if you're not familiar. They build a lot of high quality Bluetooth speakers and majority of them are designed for being outside, you know, taking to the beach, having it by the pool, hanging out with friends and uh, having a, a really good source of audio. What's interesting is this Epic Boom has come out in 2023. So it's just come out. It's very expensive. It's 350 bucks. And for 350 bucks, I'm actually very surprised with its lack of integration with a lot of services. And this is what The Verge was talking about. So they mentioned, you know, it sounds really good. It's got great battery life. It's got all the things that UE is well known for. However, what it is missing is a lot of features. So Sonos released their speaker, which is the Move 2. It's about the same size as the Epic Boom. And Sonos really stepped up their game this time around. So for a long time, Sonos never had Bluetooth. It now has Bluetooth, but it also connects to basically everything else. So let me just give you a little rundown here. So towards the bottom here. So in the Sonos and a lot of other speakers too, by the way, you get AirPlay 2, you get Alexa, you get Chromecast, you get uh, multi-room, you get Google Assistant, you get a line in, you get a speakerphone if you want to talk on calls, and you also get Spotify Connect. So basically everything you'd ever need for high quality audio and taking calls and using it, uh, everything that I would expect for that price tag. Um, the Epic Boom doesn't deliver any of that. It's a little bit disappointing. It's just straight up Bluetooth. I really think if they want to stay in this category of that kind of premium, expensive Bluetooth speaker, they really need to step it up for the next one. So if you're looking for a new Bluetooth speaker that is portable, connects to everything, I think the Sonos is the way to go. It's uh, based on this review. I haven't heard either speaker. I've got a friend that's got the new Sonos. This one's only just been released, so I, I can't compare it. But I would personally say if you're going to spend this much money, go and pick up the Sonos instead. It's a much better option. includes way more stuff, uh, and it's going to last you a lot longer and have more integration with all of the Sonos speakers. You've even got that uh, multi-room playability, which you can you know, have the, the Move 2 in one room, 
and then you might have one of the other speakers in the bathroom or something like that and you can have sound through your whole house uh, with Sonos. So, yeah, a bit of a disappointment, but um, hopefully on the next one they'll fix up those issues and give us a bit more integration. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next video. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers.